Welcome to the Broads Who Binge. My name is Molly. And I'm Marissa. And we're just two broads who watch a lot of TV and talk about it with you. With all seven of you. There's more than seven. That's that I true. Know. That's true. I think we're we're at a, st- a solid 30, I think, actually. That's pretty good. It's decent. I mean, you know, we're, we are not on the brink of being banned from Twitter, but we, uh, we have a solid following. I mean, yeah, I mean, 30 people, you can, you can do some damage with that if we decided, you know, to insurrect the Capitol. Yeah, but right now we're using our platform for good. That's true. That's, I mean, always good. Um, speaking of, how have you been while we've been in the midst of democracy crumbling all around us? I mean, not loving that idea. I'm not not gonna lie to you. Um, it's yeah, it's been an intense week. I feel like the energy has just been, it's been a lot. So I have been, and I've been on my dry January uh, journey. So made it 12 days. So you know, I'm that's impressed. exciting. <clears throat> I think that probably most people made it to day six and then gave up. I know. I think day six was probably definitely the day that most people said, fuck it, we'll try dry yeah. February. But I, you know, decided that we're, we're going to go down sober, I think. If, if we're going down, we're, we're going to feel it all, you know. Maybe I'm a bit of a masochist here. Yeah, I would say that you probably are. But really, that's been my life for the past week is like doom scrolling, not drinking, yeah. Yeah. Um, attempting to live a more active lifestyle, if you will. Wow. So what has that, what does um, that mean? Well, I've tried to make myself leave my house every day and walk somewhere. And then I've also been trying to do yoga. So I mean, not that active, but for me active. Yeah, that's great. How has your week been? Well, a lot of doom scrolling on this side as well. Uh, Lots of trying to not think too much about anything going around me. Lots of binging TV, honestly, to get me through. And I really can only watch, like, happy things right now. Um, Also, in the middle of my doom scrolling, I was going to just mention that something that's really been, like, a bright spot in my Instagram feed of of people saying how awful our uh, president is, um, has been an account called Zillow Gone Wild. I think I sent this to you. Yes, you did. I do follow Zillow Gone Wild. Yeah, highly recommend, you guys. It's really great. Um, There's some wild houses out there on Zillow and for sale, and it's just like a nice little thing. For me particularly, it's been like, you know, not loving this, like, outfitted jail in the basement. But compared to Denver, I can get 6,000 square feet for $100 in Tulsa. So right, so you're moving to Tulsa is what you're telling us. I might. And I'm going to have, like, a wacky basement that no one really would ever expect. But I, I honestly, in Tulsa money, I'm a millionaire. Yeah. Honest, I mean, it could be fun if I lived in your jail in Tulsa. <laughs> It'd be like a Stanford prison experience. Yeah, exactly. 
you'll just put me down there. I already had practice in the Gaylord house in college, so it'll be perfect. <laughs> yeah, you do love a basement. I do. I love a basement. So you know what? Maybe this is just the next step in my basement journey and your homeowner journey. So we can't roll it out. Tulsa, here we come. Here we come for this jail cell house. Um, I'm sold. Yeah, that's been about it. I also cut my hair short today because it felt like <clears throat> breaking up with a bad boyfriend of 2020. Ooh, okay. And it I felt, support that. It felt like the, yeah, it was like the purge I needed. I love that. Um, so I have been watching some TV, but can I tell you what I binged that was more satisfying than TV? I wish you would. Which is I uh, came across a new young adult book series it's not like new but it's new for me um it's called the selection and i would say it's a hype of the bachelor slash like royals basically because the whole premise oh and it's got some hunger games elements into it so think like a hunger Games society but then basically there's a bachelor competition going on within the Hunger Games and they're competing for a prince. Honestly, say no more. I'm sold. Uh, um, binge the audiobook was. There's five books in the series, so I'm on the waiting list for book number two. So if any of you guys are into YA slash royal slash bachelor type things, could not recommend highly enough the selection wow i love it okay i'll add it to the list i've been reading a lot of um james patterson alex cross books have really been getting me through yeah i mean they're oldies but goodies yeah i'm any of those i've read i should i should read one of those um they're great they're i like his writing because he his chapters are like two pages and so before you know it you're like 170 pages in I do love the feeling of when you finish a chapter, it feels like you achieved something. You're like, yes, I read a chapter, even if it's only two pages. You know, it look, feels good. In this day and age, we'll take the micro wins where we can get them. Yeah, no, completely. I'm all about the yeah, micro wins. Well, I, I woke did up. It. I win. put on underwear <laughs> that were clean. Yeah, honestly, if I change out of my nightgown into a different pair of sweatpants, that's, I mean, hello. Yeah champion of 2021 i've been good about wearing real like daytime sweats before i change into my nighttime sweats but the thing that's been really challenging for me is showering like i have to like build up a lot of courage to talk myself into showering lately so I have not been showering, but I take a bath every night. It's like my quarantine ritual, and I read and listen to music. Oh, I love that. I've been spicing it up with some baths. I can, I will say that, that, like, a bath is easier to convince myself than a shower. I think, like, standing. Standing is too much. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I think I've taken one shower this month. I've bathed many other times for the record. I just want the record to Yeah, to I've show marked that. it in the transcript. I don't need, like, an intervention. Honestly, I might. Like, I'm not sure. I just, like, nowadays I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I think showering every day might be too much. 
did I tell you about while I was watching Bridgerton about how great it would be to not have to like shave your legs or bathe every day and like how I think I would have thrived in that society that was one of my main thoughts we can touch on this for next week's episode but it just reminded me that that was what was going through my head and I was like maybe I have a problem that's interesting and please do put a pin in that for next week because I specifically wrote in my notes for Bridgerton that you and I would have perished in that society. Okay, great. Well, I'm looking Honestly, it'll be a lively about that. And I'm looking forward to it. Don't forget, you said you would thrive and I said we'd perish and we must discuss. But Okay. We're we're deep diving. So yes, yeah, spoiler alert, season two finale is Bridgerton, but let's Let's not get ahead ahead of of ourselves, but I will just say this. It's about to be a spicy finale. And that's, that's all I'll say about it. I have a feeling it's going to be very spicy. I, I mean, that show lends itself. It'll be great. Um, But before that, (laughs) let's dig into today's mini episode, the precursor to the finale, if you will. Um, And this one is an interesting one for a couple of reasons. For one thing, we're, we watched a movie, and that's unique for us. Usually we talk about TV shows, so you're welcome for expanding out of our genre. We didn't even – we yeah. couldn't even shower. We're genre yeah. curious. We're genre curious, and we spent the time watching a movie rather than showering. Yeah, and actually I – Carrie Graves had to pay two ninety nine <laughs> on his Amazon for me to do this, so shout Thanks, out to Carrie my Thanks, Carrie, for funding, funding the pod. For sponsoring this. Okay, secondly, pod fam, <laughs> this is an exciting one because we've spent two seasons nearly uh, taking jabs at Molly for not having seen this. So we finally it, – it only took two seasons. It took pressure from the podcast family, but – we convinced her to watch Space Jam, and here we are tonight. She is going to give us the DL on her thoughts. Molly, would you like to say anything before I give us an overview? Do you want to, like, hit us with your hot take? My hot take Wait, was... hold on. I, I'm nervous. <laughs> I think I'm not going to like your hot takes. Is Am I... You're not going to like my hot take, so maybe you want to do your synopsis okay. first. For everybody besides Molly, <laughs> here's the deal. <laughs> For anyone who was living under a rock in the 90s, like Molly, um, Space Jam is about the following. There's, like, this evil alien. He owns a theme park on a different ma- a different planet, and he wants, like, a new ride called Moron Mountain. So, like, his alien underlings go to Earth to, like, steal essentially, like, basketball players' strength to take back and, like, turn it into this ride. Uh, enter the Dream Team, which we've talked about previously on this, ep- on this podcast, which Molly didn't know what it was then. And she probably doesn't remember now because she doesn't love sports. So I'm going to remind her. The Dream Team was, like, the biggest stars in basketball in the 90s that ended up going to the Olympics and were, like, the stars, like, Charles Barkley, Larry Bird, and, of course, Michael Jordan. So enter enter Michael Jordan. This is the heyday of his career. It's the Apex 1996. Um, 
he's there to to be an all-star. Then you have a new element, which is the Looney Tunes. Oh, I should also mention that part of this is animated and part is not. So enter the Looney Tunes. I don't totally remember why he ends up in their world, but they're together and he has to essentially play a basketball game to save them from the aliens. So here we are. Um, all right. So Molly, this was released in 1996. What was little baby Molly doing if you weren't watching this movie? Um, so I did not watch any cartoons. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, did not watch Looney you Tunes. Watch Do not know Looney their names. Um, nope, nope. We were a PBS only family. I actually uh, went to someone's yeah. house and found out that the channel changed because <sighs> yeah. my parents didn't tell me that the channel changed. So I didn't okay. even know. So yeah, we also did not have cable until I was maybe a sophomore in high school. So I tell my mom that that's why I'm so TV like obsessed is because I was deprived as a child of like all TV and movies. I also couldn't watch anything that was PG-13 until I was actually 13. Wow. My parents made me wait. Um, so I missed out on a lot of cultural things from the 90s because I was sheltered. Yeah, you really were. So yeah, I was not watching Space Jam. I was probably writing fan mail to the Kratz creatures. Okay, I don't know what you just said. Who? They were from, like, PBS. They had animals. Um, Zaboomafu was the spinoff. He was a lemur. I actually did get a letter back from the Kratz creatures that my parents Yeah, I can see why you'd put more stock into a show called Zaboomafu than the Looney Tunes. Only the hottest cartoon of the 90s. That was a great... Yeah, well, I don't really fuck with animated things, to be perfectly honest. Okay, well... I just don't. I really hope. I'm sorry. I, I really hope that people are going to come for you in the comments. <laughs> they probably will, and that's okay. Like I've acknowledged, I don't really like sports or animated yeah. films. I, so I'm not going to lie to you. This was really painful. Yeah, for me to watch. that's fair. I have to, you know, I'm like really talking shit about you, but I also do appreciate you doing this for me, for our friendship, for our podcast, because I know it's not your thing. So I will say, okay, here's this. I thought it had a great soundtrack. It does have a great soundtrack, which... Incredible soundtrack, and I thought they did a great job of, like, placing the songs with the scenes. Like, the, I believe I can fly, when he's doing, like, that intense arm-stretching dunk. Like, that, I mean, that was good. And then, like, the Space Jam song, obviously iconic. So, like, there's good things about this movie. I would say the soundtrack was what I appreciated about the movie the most, if I had to say. Well, why don't we go ahead and dive into that for a minute? Because I had it on my agenda to talk about later. But let's talk about the soundtrack. Because as you just sang, that is an R. Kelly song. It made R. Kelly – that song is essentially what propelled him to fame – it's an outstanding song. I mean, look, the reality is that song is a bop. So, like, can we enjoy it? Can we sing it nowadays? Is it, like... Oh, yeah. We have discussed R. Kelly and how obviously problematic he is. So, I don't know. I guess I just sang it. So, I, I broke the rule if we weren't supposed to sing it's, it. I struggle with it because it's so good and it makes that movie so good. But the reality is... We've learned a lot in 25 years, folks. We have, people's dark sides have been exposed. 
Um. Yeah. So maybe listen to a re-record of it if you can by someone or like, else and not R. Kelly. Listen to it, but. Or pirate yeah. it on like YouTube. Or listen from like Marissa Pooley Space Jam. <laughs> oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's my YouTube account where I talk exclusively about Space Jam plot lines and fan theories. So, um, you know, I'm realizing that like half my questions for you are not going to work since you don't really know things. But for me, this movie was really a big deal. I know some things, maybe. I don't know. I no, I, yeah, look, we, this, we've come to an impasse, Molly. <laughs> no, this was just, like, a really big deal. I have an older brother who loved sports, so obviously this was, like, a big deal. I really loved the Looney Tunes. I loved Michael Jordan. So it was, like, one of the few movies my brother and I could agree on and could, like, get behind together. Okay. Um, it also has sightings of Bill Murray. You have the guy. From, you have Newman from Seinfeld in there. Like they did do a good job, I think, casting it for both kids and adults. Okay. Yeah. No, that's very. Well, fair. my first question was going to be, I was going to have us do "Fuck Mary Kill" with the Looney Tunes, but I'm not sure you have the. Oh well, I was planned for "Fuck Mary Kill," but I have humans okay included. how about this why don't you do it with the humans and i'll do it with the cartoons okay mine's like a hybrid okay. but okay so i said i would fuck mj yeah, obviously i would marry bill murray's character because i liked his little umbrella hat i thought that iconic really yep uh yeah and iconic and then i would kill just like Maybe the head alien or one of the alien minions. They were yeah. Annoying. The monsters are really bad. Um, they yeah. are equal to me. Like in the in the lexicon of children's movies, for me they're sort of like the equivalent of the hyenas in Lion King. They're bad news. Wow. They're okay. Bad. Okay. Yeah. They're bad. Okay. So I'm glad that I see. I I feel like I did okay on that. All right. Let's hear yours with the Looney Tune characters. Okay. I've thought about this a lot over the years, honestly. I would... Oh, wow. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> I'd fuck Pepe Le Pew. Is he the ginger? No. Pepe Le Pew is the <laughs> horny skunk. Oh, okay. He, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know him. He's sort of like the Casanova of the Looney Tunes world. Like, he's definitely... He's a fuckboy, 100%. But, I mean... We've already, in almost every other show we've talked about, said we'd fuck the fuck boy. So, here we go. Yeah. No, that's... Okay. I mean, okay. Okay, I'd marry Yosemite Sam, which is going... So, is he the ginger? Yeah. He's the ginger. Okay, okay. You know, and it's, it's interesting because Yosemite Sam is, like, gun-toting, which I am the opposite of. But I also think he has a good heart under all that ginger hair. Yeah, I love gingers, so I could, I mean, I'm going to marry a ginger when I'm Prince Harry's second wife, so I'm excited yeah, you, for that. We'll both have ginger husbands. <laughs> Mine will be Yosemite Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and I would kill, and this is going to, this will be controversial to six-year-old me, because I would kill Tweety Bird. And as a child. Wow. I know. As a child. Tweety Bird was my favorite. I even had a pair of 
I bet you had a jean jacket that had Tweety Bird on it. I actually might have I, had a jean jacket that had Tweety Bird on it, and I didn't know what Tweety Bird I was. I see your jean jacket with Tweety, and I raise you black velvet overalls with Tweety. Ooh. Yep, 90, 90s, baby. Um, okay, so, yeah, I, he was my favorite as a kid, but as an adult, I think he's really annoying, and I kind of wish... Um, the cat would get him. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. You heard it here, folks. I am hoping to marry Yosemite Sam and together we can kill Tweety. Um. I think that sounds like a good plan. I have a question for you. Yes, please. Maybe this is a dumb question because you're very invested in (laughs) the franchise, but would you play for the monsters or for the Toon Squad? Mm-mm. Okay, I'm going to answer that in this way, but only I I actually wouldn't just pick Looney Tunes like just because they're the Looney Tunes, but I'd pick okay. I'd pick them because they have Michael Jordan on their side. Oh. And I think that's the better play. Wait, also, okay, my favorite scene and this was true even when I was a kid, but as an adult it's even better is when all the dream team has their powers stolen. And they're all, like, struggling. And Charles Barkley goes to, a th- like, they're going to different therapists. And did you catch that Charles Barkley or I think Patrick Ewing, one of them essentially says that he's having trouble performing. And there's, like, a long sex joke. So I didn't catch that. But when I was reading BuzzFeed articles, that came yeah. up. It's great. And the music, is, I think they play a Marvin Gaye music or something. Yes, behind, that sounds yeah, right. Something behind it's it. Something like that. Yep. Uh, that's, I think, a great. I think, here's what I will say. I think that Space Jam is an underrated 90s kids movie. Um, so I took a quiz to answer this question. Oh. Yeah. On BuzzFeed, and I got the Monstars because I'm all about winning. <laughs> but they don't win, do they? Um, I know they don't win, but they care about winning. They care guess, more, yeah. And I I don't know. It. I mean, it's a BuzzFeed quiz, and it was an old one because obviously, besides Mar- people are not <laughs> um, debating Space, Space Jam '91. They're not making a ton of like topical yeah. Space sure. Jam quizzes for me to take. But I do have an anecdote that is related to Space Jam that affected my life personally, if you would like to hear that. Yeah, I've been waiting for it. So um, shout out to when Anna and I lived in England at the same time. I went to visit her while she was nannying. And her and I, like, she lived in this, like, really small town. And we went to the one bar. And no idea why, but this group of guys were all dressed up as the Toon Squad. (laughs) And I didn't understand any of the references. Like, they were wearing, like, all these costumes and they were, like, all these characters. And I didn't understand. And we still have a picture of me and Anna. We went behind the bar and, like, bartended with this, like, random group of men who were dressed up like the Toon Squad in England. Um, and I have a picture of that night. You should post so it. I will always. I will post it. I'll post it in our um, on our. Feed Do you for this, feel for sure. 
better now knowing what that what it all meant or do you feel worse i'm i'm even more confused <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly i, I think too. there's more questions than answers you know you're making fun of me for loving this movie in 2021 but the fact that grown men were wearing it to a bar in yeah, yeah again, it's odd I'm, yeah i'm i'm judging that more than i'm judging you having like great childhood sure. memories of Space Jam like I can't knock that I think it's that thing of you know when you see something when you're a kid or read it or whatever then like when I feel like as a kid I have so many like really vivid memories of really random things that like stood out to me so like for Space Jam I have this really visceral memory of that scene where they clean up the gym and how it becomes like spotless like I just there I feel like when you're a kid things like stand out to you more like I recently rewatched Harriet the Spy did you ever watch that oh great movie yeah yes. oh so you're not totally unaware um you no you because that alive. was like a G or PG yeah, sure. movie there was no animation sure well it was a yeah. great movie and I just had so many vivid things of like god I remember being a kid and like the scene of her going up the dumb waiter and like all those things that just like really stand out as a kid yeah, that movie, and I freaking loved Matilda. Um, we might have to have a reverse episode <laughs> oh, no. in season three, but I've never seen Matilda. You haven't? Oh no. my gosh, it's so good. We can have a reverse where it's you shaming me for not having seen that. Okay, that I mean, that is an iconic movie, honestly. We might have to make you watch it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, well, would you like to know some surprising facts about Space Jam since you care about it so much? Yeah, hit me with surprising facts. <laughs> I have some celebrity gossip for you. Oh, I can't wait. So. Okay, so actually the idea for Space Jam came first from a Nike commercial. It was a 90-second Nike commercial in the early 90s where Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan play against each other. And from there, Warner Brothers came up with the idea for the movie. Um, which to me, like the alien part of it, which is a pretty big plot line really comes out of left field. Like, I don't know how you go from a Nike commercial to like aliens, but we're here for it. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about this a little bit during the last dance episode in our first season, but you probably won't remember that Warner brothers, it was during the time when he was really trying to go to the playoffs with the bulls. So Warner Brothers built him his own gym on the Warner Brothers lot <clears throat> so that he could play whenever he wasn't on screen. Yes, I do remember that. He used to play, like, pickup games with anyone who would play him, right? Precisely, yeah. And then they also, this was one of the first movies that <clears throat> was filmed entirely with a green screen. So, like, pre-Avatar, almost oh, all green screen. I did not know that. Now, I know you think I'm the only one still talking about this movie 25 years later. However, uh, they are all still apparently getting residual checks from this movie. Yeah, I mean, residuals are no <clears throat> joke. Yeah, and they're hefty. And then apparently this was the highest grossing basketball film of all time. It made $230 million in 1996 alone. Yeah, that's wild, honestly, to me. But... And then I have a, yeah, I mean, look, and I have a personal story. My friend actually voiced 
Daffy Duck and Tasmanian Devil in the movie Space Jam. Your friend? Yeah, my friend. That's cool. Um, Yeah, his name is Dee Bradley Baker. He is one of the biggest, most famous voice actors in Hollywood. He's essentially any voice you've ever heard of, like, an animal or anything on a movie. It was him. And, yeah, he's a Colorado native. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. So, do you want to hear some celebrity gossip? Yes, I do. Always. Okay, so first is Michael Jordan used to drink six beers in 30 minutes after all of his games to rehydrate himself. <laughs> what? I did not know that. I mean, this is like, I I, I don't know. I mean, I just Googled is Michael it... Jordan gossip. It feels like a lot, <laughs> but he's is also it... very yeah. big. And also, so, isn't beer like pretty dehydrating? I don't know. I'm just telling you what the internet told me. And they said sure, that sure. he was really thirsty after games and he would like pound beers. It yeah. also said that he bet $20,000 on a game of rock, paper, scissors. I did know that. He had a really. Um... Yeah, he had a gambling problem for a while. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. Maybe so does. We don't know. Um, and then also apparently him and Scottie Pippen had a dance off to the Trey songs song. Say, ah. At the restaurant Sunda in Chicago, which I've been to. So that I found that. What? Wait, I love that. Um, also classic songs. Yeah. And my final fact is, did you hear that they're doing a reboot, Space Jam, a new legacy starring LeBron? What? So com- it says it's coming okay. It says it's coming to theaters July sixteenth, twenty twenty one. Yeah. Wow. HBO Max. Of course it's fucking HBO Max. I just, okay. Can I sidebar this for a moment? Yes, with you? you can. I'm really annoyed with HBO Max and I know I shouldn't see this because we're still trying to pitch them right, <laughs> on so many shows, <laughs> on a lot of shows. <laughs> and FYI, honestly, HBO Max, I can a hundred percent be bought and with a very small paycheck, I will change my mind and I will say it on live TV. Yeah, we, live we will do anything for a dollar. We will. However, I just am really annoyed with, like, how many reboots they're doing. I mean, we've talked about this a lot, that, like, there's no new content. Clearly, everybody's doing it. So as much as I love LeBron, as much as I love Space Jam, it's like, come on HBO like come up with something new as much as I'm excited about a sex in the city reboot it's like I I don't know or gossip girl I don't know Molly I don't know if I have all these reboots in me I know I mean obviously I'll, I'll watch but... I'm excited for the gossip girl one because it seems like they're gonna change it enough where it's gonna have a new spin like there's <sighs> new, totally the all the characters have different names right yeah, I know. So but... I think the Gossip Girl, but the Sex in the City one, rebooting with same characters minus Samantha, I just don't see how that's going to go well. And also, like, no offense, but they are... Old. Right. Thank you. That's exactly it. So I don't know, like, how exciting their life could be. Only in that, like, I'm not trying to say that old people don't have exciting lives, but I'm just saying that, like, you know, I, it's not going to be the same thing of them, like, sleeping around and going on dates and being young in the city. Yeah, especially I guess with that's Samantha off the cast. Yeah, I mean, Unless I guess they all have kids and it's, like, actually about their kids in New York and they're just the mom. That actually, fuck, we should have pitched that. 
Don't say it. Do no one take this. Copyright, copyright. <laughs> That's our idea. HBO Max, once again, we can be bought. Yeah, like, come on. We are coming up with way better ideas than all of these professional screenwriters. I even guarantee if they give me 30 minutes and $25, I could come up with a new idea that is not a reboot. Same. Yeah. Can you imagine if they paid us to workshop something together? No, but it it would not cost them much. They would need, like... (laughs) <laughs> a bottle of gin for you a bottle yeah. of vodka for me a Jets pizza two bottles of ranch and ranch, yeah. maybe some Adderall and we'd be good we honestly we could write up we could whip up a lot of shows for them. years of content hours. <laughs> years of content years with all of those items in one room and we're honestly years yeah so HBO that's our price we That's know our price. And also, we have no ego about it. If you come in and you're like, nope, change this character. I don't like him being the protagonist. Fuck that character. Yeah, exactly. He's, the villain. He's killed off. Yep, <laughs> dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, really, Molly, this was the wrong joint business venture to start. We should have focused on our production company instead of our podcast. Honestly, we should have. But maybe this is, we needed the podcast in order to realize that our one true calling <laughs> is to be TV producers or writers. This is our launch pad. Yeah. yeah. So let us know in the comments if you like our ideas and you think <laughs> we should pursue this. Just wait till we get 31 followers and then we're in business. And then it's over for you bitches. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, I guess I don't really have anything else to say about Space Jam besides, obviously, Molly's Wrong and it's a perfect film. Um, I'm glad I watched it, though. It is a cultural, like, pop culture iconic thing. So I'm glad I did it. Anything for you. You know how we, like, laugh about things sometimes and we'll be, like, we'll be talking about a show and we'll be, like, don't sleep on it, even though you've been sleeping on it for five years. You've been sleeping on this for, like, 25 years. Yeah, I have. So it was about time. It really was. It was time for you to wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I'm super excited. I mean, we've already, like, peeped what we're doing next week for our season finale. We will be talking about the much... uh, talked Talked about about, yeah Bridgerton Bridgerton yeah we've gotten a ton of engagement about so we know a lot of you that listen have watched it and have a lot of thoughts so very excited buckle up (laughs) buckle up I guarantee you it will be controversial it will definitely be controversial I can already tell my parents are not gonna like listening to this episode (laughs) I just know in advance no one's parents will if you're a parent If you're a parent of any child, I recommend you don't listen. (laughs) You're not going to like what we have to say. But if you're a parent of a child and you don't like what we have to say, then you shouldn't be watching Bridgerton because we didn't come up with having sex in a library. We did it. I wish I came up with it. (laughs) I wish we did. And with enough Adderall and Jets pizza, we could. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we will catch you next week. Catch you next week. Bye now. Bye bye. Exciting news. Brads Who Binge is now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. 
So pick your favorite platform. And if you're enjoying this, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe.